Guys, episode 58, Sports Confidential. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you've been a loyal listener, uh, thank you very much. First time listening, um, enjoy the show, but uh, just had the boys come off uh, the episode. They killed it, had a great conversation. But I don't know how many times I've told them, sit next to the microphone, boys. We want to be out of here. Go and get your opinions out there because they're good. But uh, a couple of the boys, the boys are leaning back a little bit, um, so you couldn't really hear it as well. Um, unfortunately, you can hear me talk uh, a bit too clearly, which you don't want to hear, but uh, my apologies for that. But stick with the episode. I did want to burn it because um, there's some really, really good stuff in there. And uh, we go through all the sports, all the catch-ups, and um, a great quiz at the end, uh, which I'm not going to spoil it, but it's a great finish. So uh, tune in for it, guys, and uh, thanks very much. Make sure you give us you know, a like, follow, rating, subscribe, and um, we'll have the lottery episode coming out tomorrow as well with the horse racing tips and a few other tips along the way. So Enjoy the episode, and uh, my apologies again for the audio quality. Well, I did that run sheet in my own time, mate. But it's called a lunch break. Everyone has one. Yeah, well, we just spoke about who's got the dirtiest shirt at the moment between the high vis lads, and you've. I'm wearing an SC shirt, which is as clean as they get. Um, but you boys, I reckon Cody's got the dirtiest shirt. Um, I reckon he just rubbed, you. He rubbed it. He rubbed it in the dirt before he came <laughs> in here today. But what, anyway, what do you what do you reckon looks better? Though? Yellow high vis or orange high vis? Yellow. Yellow looks way better. Yeah, orange is like simp stuff. That's like trolley boys at like Woolworths. <laughs> That's what I reckon. Anyway, next soy boys. <laughs> Great start to the pod this week, boys. Uh, how we been, Liam, Cody? How are we? You can start us off. Oh, you've got all. You got no, all. you start us off. Trying, you've always mate. got something to say, mate. You I just don't. start us off. Um, yeah, I'm alright. Um, Sean's at 75% over the last month. Three, three times on the pod in the last month. So congratulations. They're probably sick of me. <laughs> He's flying. Might go for another. How many quizzes you want? Might go for an extended break. Um, I, I don't think you've only just done the quizzes. I've done the quiz once and oh. I lost once. Yeah, you lost me just, and I think it was. Yeah. I think I shouldn't oh, have I won it. I lost to Ben, I think, because you had the fucking yeah. NBA question. <laughs> anyway. Who's this NBA player that does not exist? <laughs> oh, you wouldn't know because you don't listen. So. No, it's yeah, right. I'm not on it. He loves the sound of his own voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm really well. Yeah, just ticking along. Anything to report besides pies are flying? Uh, well, other than that, no, there is nothing to report. No. Cody? No. Pies are flying. Pies are flying. Really, really high. Yeah, well, so we're Melbourne at this time last year. But we'll get into that later on. Pies are flying. I will give them that. All right. Let's go around the grounds at the moment. Uh, there's plenty happening in the sporting world. I'll start things off with the NRL at the moment. You've got the Rabbitohs after 11 games uh, on top of the ladder with 16 points. Broncos, exactly the same position, but they obviously don't have the same point differential. Uh, the Panthers, for me, though, that rounds out the top three for the, the best three sides in the NRL. So... They've only played 10 and they're on 14 points, but their points differential is 14 points better than uh, the South Sydney Rabbitohs. So they're on 128 points to 114 in terms of what they've scored um, versus what they've scored against for those um, that are of the echelon of Corey Hickford that can't figure that out. So um, we go down to the, the bottom. <laughs> so we get down to the uh, the Harley Reid or the, the Victor Wembanyama side of the NRL ladder. And you've got the Bulldogs, Dragons and West Tigers who are all planning their Bali trips or um, whatever NRL players do on their off-season, which 
They've been a bit quiet on their off-season, the NRL players. You don't really see um, as much uh, dog fondling or... Um, <laughs> Just, you know, uh, your own mouth. Yeah, well, and what have you. So, Good um, yeah, the, there is bottom three sides, aren't much chop, but um, that is what it is. So, didn't someone, I was just didn't someone get sacked today, the NRL coach? I've seen on socials. Well, Dragons I... Uh, coach, maybe? I don't know who Dragons coach is. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, you keep, go for keep it. Keep dribbling shit and I'll find out. West Tigers knock off one of the good teams just recently. Can you stop asking questions that I do not have the answers oh. to? You've got this run sheet made up and it's just, we're just sending fucking fire straight down. Hey, no, that's, they're the questions that the, the people want, so it's on me to get the answers right. But well, we'll you, right? Um, you boys look up what you need to do. But in um, while I'm waiting for you to do that... Dragons coach, Anthony Griffin has become the first NRL coach sacked for 2023. Yeah, the Dragons, uh, like I said, obviously they're second last on the ladder. They're having a bit of a stinker at the moment, but... Um, while while uh, Thorny's looking up what he'd like to look at, um, there is a there's a launch for an 18th side in the NRL competition. So as I just spoke about earlier, the Panthers have only played 10, but the Broncos Rabbitohs have played 11. And we've seen this with the Magic Round when the Knights missed out on the Magic Round because they've, they've got 17 teams. Um, so I think they would have got heavily compensated for that. But obviously they're looking to bring in an 18th side and uh, the AFL's looking to bring in their 19th side. So a bit of a battle there, but... They're looking at the Brisbane Tigers being the next NRL team. And you've got the West Tigers already, which is funnily enough. And you've also added in the Dolphins, which we call them the Nomad Dolphins, but they're the Redcliffe Dolphins, which is is (laughs) thin up. So they're they're obviously already in Brisbane. So they're very – they're diluting the Brisbane market at the moment. Um, I'm surprised they haven't looked – I don't know why the NRL don't look at teams in Adelaide, Perth, that would just not be recepted well. Didn't they? I'm pretty sure the NRL used to have a team in Perth. Yeah, I reckon they did. But then they took it away because they were fucking garbage um, and no one cared. I know that obviously they've got in the rugby union side. Um, they've got I, Hurricanes. I, could be wrong, but I don't know. But obviously... I, I swear there was a team in Perth, maybe like in the early 2000s. Mm. We'll, look up, we'll look it up at the next break. And, and just uh, so we know, West Tigers beat Panthers yes. two weeks ago. And yeah. then they beat the Dragons. No, three weeks ago they beat the Panthers and two weeks ago they beat the Dragons and they got clapped by the Rabbitohs. <laughs> <laughs> Rabbitohs are flying. That, that's why they're top of the ladder. The toes. <laughs> Harley hates that. Eh? Um, anyway, so a few of the other things that are, uh, to be mentioned is um, they're talking about the hip drop tackles, the big debate around that. So you obviously you know how we've had the sling tackles in the AFL. Um, are you aware, LT, about the... Hip drop tackles. Heard something about it. Don't know what it's about though. Basically, just around the dumping of players and lifting oh, so up the legs. Them up underneath the, sort yeah. of the waistline, isn't it? Like, yeah, and then now uh, every now and then you got another bloke yeah. coming in to do it. So, suplex and yeah. Drop on there. yeah, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar comes through. Probably fair enough to save the internal organs of the players. Yeah, well, the concussion, <laughs> concussion, as we know, is uh, rife at the moment um, in terms of the legal delegations around that. But state of origins around the corner. Um, Tommy Turbo is a bit injured for the moment for the Manly Seagulls. So that's the most NRL coverage I think we've done um, in a long time. I still have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, neither do I. So <laughs> we will move straight into the MLB. Uh, just kidding. The baseball sucks. Um, we do love sport, but baseball, I'm sorry. If anyone out there can sit there and I listen to it. I've around baseball. No, that's right. I've tried. I've tried to watch a couple games, but I feel like it just goes for so long. Well, um, funny you mentioned that. One of my mate's brothers went across over there to watch the baseball 
And he said people leave after like the fifth or sixth innings. And he's like, this is a cracking game. I think it was like a six versus five, which cracking for baseball. And he goes, oh, he goes, because it's on so late. He goes, we've got work tomorrow. We just come in and then just leave. I think it would be good like atmosphere to go to if it was like a Yankees versus Red Sox. Red Sox. Something like that. But like, it'd be good to go for. Five hours. Yeah, three hours. You got nine innings. I know that they introduced this year to shorten the games um, a pitch clock, I think. Oh, yeah. So you got to pitch between, I think it's 20 seconds or something. Something like that, just to speed the game up. Because I had issues. I remember I was listening to someone's podcast and they were talking about, because the games were going for so long and they play fucking 182 of them or something like that. They're playing like a game every second night or every night or whatever. Yeah. Like on a Wednesday night, people don't have time to be going to a baseball game and it going for five hours, mm. traveling there, going to the game, traveling home. You're not getting home till one, two in the morning sometimes because yep. most of them are playing at night. So yeah, they introduce some things to slow down or to speed the game up. Sorry. Maybe it's, I, think it's, I think it's worked really well, but you're still competing against the NFL and the NBA. So. Yeah, I guess it's. You know, I guess we've done a similar thing with cricket. I bet say BBL. Should they look at? Should they look at that? Thirty in the yeah. morning, sort of thing, and goes till you know, goes till five thirty, six o'clock. And T Twenty cricket's been sped up that much. I just don't understand how you can play because sometimes they wouldn't start those games till six thirty, seven mm. o'clock at night. And if you're going for five hours, like that's a joke. Yeah, it's. It's not very marketable. I think it's. I think in aspects, and I'm not bagging at cricket, but it's that old traditional sport for Americans. Oh, sure like, well, they say America's favourite pastime or whatever, something about Bill Clinton or something like that. <laughs> but uh, anyway, moving on into the uh, NHL, which is more exciting in my opinion. Uh, you had the Dallas. Yeah, Dallas beat Seattle today. Uh, the Seattle Kraken, which is Zixi's favourite nickname for a side, two one today. So they win the series four three. Obviously, game seven. And then you had the Vegas Gold Knights uh, win 5-2 to win game six over the Edmonton Oilers. So the Stanley Cup's heating up from that part. I've got a funny story about NHL, actually. One of my um, good mates, Baden, you know who he is, I'm not going to mention his last name, but he doesn't know who Baden is. Yeah. And um, he went over to America. It would have been uh, before COVID, maybe, say, four or five years ago, and he went to the NHL. <clears throat> and he said it was unreal. Like, atmosphere was good. I was like, fucking people getting smacked in the windows and punch-ons and all that stuff. And he's like, half time or whatever. Got to the middle of the third quarter, and he's like, oh, I'll get up now, I'll go to the bar and get a drink. So that we beat the rush for three quarter time. Come back, third quarter's done, and then everyone's got up, start left and everything. <laughs> and he's thinking, he's like, what's going on? Like, type thing. Everyone, everyone left, and he didn't realize that. Third period. And he goes for three periods. And he's, yeah, he got. Loaded up on beers. He said he got like three or four of them, so he, he had enough for the rest of the third quarter, fourth quarter, rah, rah, rah. sat down. You would have and thought then, when either the home crowd was cheering he said, or... He said he sat down and then started to drink his beer and the you know sign went for the end of the, what he thought was third quarter. And then everyone, yeah, everyone just stood up and left. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I just had to sit there in the arena and just watch all like the... Pack up. Pack up everything and just drink beers. Drinking beers. <laughs> <laughs> you got, like the loser. That's so good. got to do your research yeah, before going and stuff like that. That, that is comical. I do like it. That story, I was like, I swear it's only playing yeah. thirds, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> only That's sport. the joke. <laughs> <laughs> only sport in the world. But, yeah. I don't mind with NHL. But um, we'll move on to some EPR results. And it's getting a little bit spicy. Up the top of the table. Mm, yeah. Spicy P. Spicy P. He's, he's, you know, 
Um, so yeah, we had some interesting results over the previous week. Um, Arsenal bottled it against Brighton. They lost three 0 so they're now four behind Noon City on top of the table. If my Premier League app will load, which is ooh, AFL app controversy. Yeah, so Man City's on top with 85, Arsenal's on 81, Newcastle and Man United are both on 66. Your boys, Liverpool, are in fifth on 65. And coming, seven in a row. And coming. Um, Brighton on 58, Tottenham on 57. We don't really care about the rest. Newcastle Chelsea, going all right, aren't they? Chelsea all the way down 11. Newcastle third. Yeah, but yeah, like, that's pretty good for Newcastle. Oh, right? absolutely. So they got bought by... And Bright- the I think I think Brighton, in terms of outside the big six, yeah. have had a great season. Yeah. But the funny thing is, the big six technically used to include Everton, who are in a relegation yeah. battle at the moment. So normal, like now modern EPL, like what we consider modern now, the big six would probably be, you'd say, would be both Manchester's, Arsenal, Liverpool, Maybe Tottenham and Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. And it's funny because Man City and Arsenal obviously on top, or top two, and then Man United's fourth, Liverpool's fifth, Tottenham seventh, and Chelsea's 11th. So the rest of them are full of teams that have probably spent time in the championship over the past 10 years. Mm. But um, <clears throat> anyway, there's enough of that. Yeah, Arsenal's probably going to bottle it, I think. Le- Leicester's your boys. Leicester are in strife. Yeah. My, we gave you a touch up three 0 the other day, um, and yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, you're um, on to the next next yeah, season. You'll have a new Newcastle. team. So coming up this weekend, Newcastle and Brighton are playing on Friday, which will be a good game. Facts. And then Man City are playing Chelsea, so that'll be another three points for them. Pencil that in. Arsenal's got Nottingham Forest who. Can put up a bit of a fight. And your boys are versing Aston Villa, who haven't been going too bad this year. I think they're sitting maybe... Yeah, they're sitting eighth. I reckon we make Champions League. So, you reckon? Yep. Who goes out, Man United? Yep. And I'm going to laugh all the way to the bank. You've played 36 and they've only played 35. Yeah, but they've got a tough run to finish. uh, But anyway. Anyway. We'll see how that plays Nancy, out. Nancy, you're still in. So we'll see how we go. Yeah, right. Enough of that. Sorry, mate. We kept you for two podcasts. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah, wrecked. Yeah. Um, we'll move on to the PGA Championship that's coming up tomorrow morning. Um, Only briefly talk about it. Yeah, briefly. I'm just, just having a look at some of the odds. Um, a couple of the guys have won it twice in the last few years. Um, Brooks Kepka. He is at $21, um, and JT won it last year and won it in 2017. He's at 26. Jaden Thorne? No. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. <laughs> the best um, but, um, Josh Tracy. Hard to go past John Rahm and Scotty Scheffler at $8.50. They're playing some good golf at the moment. Um, look, the top probably 10 or 15, you could probably, you know, they're all pretty safe. They're all probably going to be there around about. Um, but I'm going to go with the local boy, Cam Smith. I reckon he'll win it. Like I said on the last podcast, he's at 26 bucks. Um, you boys want to chime in with who you think yeah. he's going to go? For me, bit of a roughie, but he's coming into form. Jason Knight for me. He's been fantastic. Not Jason Day? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said it. 
Jason um, Twilight. He's been fantastic. Um, uh, reckon, he's come back into form. Yeah, I'm going to go Brooks, I think. Yeah, Lottie's just got like Lottie. I mean, he, I mean, he's probably my favourite golfer. Really? Yeah. I just reckon he's just got, like, he just looks like just a bit of a lad. Like, yeah. He's, good, he's just good at golf and doesn't really care. Like, yeah. He, obviously, he cares, but, like, he's just looks like he's got that attitude of, like, yeah. He's good at golf, so yeah, just do whatever. This is my job. I've just uh, lucky enough to be put to, put together a little multi, just a two legger. Uh, Patrick Cantlay and Brooks Kepka both finished in the top five, eighteen dollars. Thanks for coming. So just uh, just load up on that. You're probably the best punter I've ever met. Uh, yeah, that goes without saying. <laughs> <laughs> so nonchalant, I absolutely love it. No, super from you, LT. Um, the backup podcast is absolutely knackered at this stage. I can see it from here, but we're just going to have a bit of fourth quarter brilliance from him. As we move into the NBA today, and the Lakers, I thought we were going to steal that against the Nuggets. Oh, they, uh, I think they were down by probably nearly 20-odd. 21 was the largest There you go. Third. 21. Um, AD was brilliant. Um, he started off pretty poor, actually, to be honest with you, but um, you can't really say it was a poor game when you've had 40, 10, 3, 3, and 2. Uh, Austin Reeves was massive, had it dropped 11 in the last. LeBron, even though he had a, nearly a triple-double and 26 points, I thought he was a bit, little bit disappointing, gave the ball away at crucial times. Just not hitting enough threes from mine. He's, gone, he's, he had, a ter- he's had a terrible year from three. I was saying in the inbox yeah, he's, today, he's, I think he's about 29% for the season. You can always see him just... Sort of just throw the hand up and go, yeah, shoot it. Yeah. Yeah. But got to that stage. Um, Schroeder had a... Very average game. Schroeder's cat. Two, two of two from three. Only shot three field goals. Yeah. Like, let him shoot. What's the go with D'Angelo Love Muscle as well? Is yeah, he... He was rubbish today. Yeah, well, they obviously, they didn't bring him back on in the towards the last. Rui Hachimara was good off the bench. Goated, yep. Yep, very good play. Uh, Eight, 72% from the field, yep. 17 points. Um, and then you look at Jokic's stats. Um Obviously, he was really dominant the first three quarters. 34, 21, and 14. Absolute video game numbers. Uh, was fantastic. Um, Jamal Murray had 31, and they had a lot of foul trouble towards the end. But um, Jokic nearly did cost him there at the end. He had a few costly turnovers, but all in all, he's the one that really set them up for the yeah. win. He the did start. seem a bit gassed towards the end there, but you can probably understand why grabbing 21 boards and like yeah. 14 dimes getting bashed up by oh, Davis. And 42 that. and a half minutes. Yeah, there, so. so he's you know, would, would, it's not that extra lot of fitness if you're looking at him. That would have been a naughty, naughty fantasy score as well. Eh? A fantasy score, which a couple of blocks in there too. Um, but, yes, how do, how do we see it? Obviously, Denver played at home, um, had the win, but... Uh, Liam Thorne's famous quote is, uh, you have series isn't over until you played at home. That's right. So, I don't know. I feel like this was a bit of a – I think Denver going into this game obviously would have been odds-on favourite to win at home. But I think it was it was a good um, sort of test for the Lakers and a good sort of rundown game where I think they're going to know next game, um, you know, they're probably not going to let Denver get out to a massive lead to start. I think they're going to be, you know, um, more accustomed to the way that Denver are going to play the game. So I think that they, they just want to try and steer, steer it away from Jokic a bit. Make, you know, Jamal played well today. Um, Michael Porter Jr. played okay. But I think that, you know, and Caldwell Pope's giving you 21 as well. Like They're kind of probably thinking, well, Jamal has a bad game and KCP has a, you know, 
if any one of those guys has a bad game today, they've lost. Yeah. So I think Lakers had the momentum all there. Um, probably missed a couple of couple of big time buckets down the stretch. The Lakers did, but all in all, to bring it back to within six points, I think in a little way, um, it was a bit of a win for the Lakers to say, well, you know, we can we can really take it up to these guys at their home deck. Um, yeah, a lot of eyes are going to be on that game too. If Lakers can steal that one, then I still think Lakers in six. I'm still, I still think the Lakers. I reckon the Lakers will work them out. And yep. LeBron is gonna he's gonna study that team and he he will work them out over seven games sort of thing. So I still think it'll only go to six though. They had it like we said, Russell Schroeder. Um, none of them really fired. If they if they have high team games, it's it's over. It's over. It's yeah. over. Yeah, Cody. Um, I'm going Denver. I reckon we go at seven. Is it? Is this might be obvious an obvious statement, but this is Denver's best chance to win that chip. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Because you've got they, Bucks out in the East. I think they can beat the Celtics because nobody is going to be able to go with Jokic. Just Al Horford's not going. He's not, Al Horford. He's not <laughs> that man. You know, you're not that guy, pal. <laughs> I was going to say you're not that guy. No, um, no. I think it'll be like similar to what Liam was sort of just saying. Like the two stars on Lakers are obviously um, AD and LeBron, <clears throat> and then on. Denver, you've got Jokic and Jamal Murray. So it'll probably just go down to whose role players are going to be doing good on a night on the night. So Carbell Pope's not going to give you 21 every night. No. Aaron Gordon didn't have a fantastic day today and had 12-3-3. But if he averages 12-3-3 for the season, for the series, sorry, you'd take that. Yeah. And he, same as Porter Jr. Like, if he gives you 15-10 and 10 every game, you'd take that because if – Jokic and Jamal Murray are both going to give you 30, mm. and that's fine. But And in saying that, Schroeder's not going to... No. She's not going to get six every night. I don't think D'Lo... D'Lo, you know... Jamal Murray, Rui's so. not going to give you 17 every night, so it'll probably just go down to... You know what the two stars on each team are going to do every night? Like, yeah. AD's going to give you double-digit boards and probably 30 points. Jokic is probably going to get a triple-dub. It comes down to you know less mean? players, so It yeah. comes down to the bottom-tier players of each. I'm glad, I'm glad each you brought team, that up so. about the stars, though. Jamal Murray wasn't really seen as a star coming back from that knee injury. No. He's, he's back to his best. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's back to his best. His he's best been... was dropping 40 odd feet. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Back to back, to back yeah. to back to back to star status. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Look, to be honest, I didn't see I didn't see him get the 31 today. Like I didn't put a multi on today, but if I did, I would have picked him for maybe 20. Yeah. And I would have been stressing going. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he gets that. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't I don't know. I think I think if D'Lo stands up, I think the Lakers will win it. But if D'Lo has poor games over the next couple of games, or if LeBron or AD have poor games, it's oh, just yeah, all it. over. Yeah. But if they can string it together... Um, and then I think I think either of these teams... I think Boston are going to roll over Miami pretty easily. Yeah. Great segue. Because we'll, we'll, you boys know your geography. We'll go across to the east now and talk about the heat and the yeah, Celtics. So, yeah, so I think... Uh, <laughs> just checking the left and right. I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Crossing over the Melbourne. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think Boston will roll over Miami pretty easy. I think Max they'll do it in five. I said that about I said that about the Bucks beating the Heat, and I said that about the I thought the Knicks were going to. How many games did Giannis play against? Two and a half. Fair, so, but yeah. no, I couldn't agree more with you. I think I think the Heat have pretty much won their final. I think with 
the Celtics, they're different to probably how the Knicks and uh, the Bucks play. They're probably more inside scoring teams, whereas yeah. uh, the Celtics are going to light it up from three. Yeah, They've got a lot of three-point shooters. So the only way that I can see the Heat winning is if Adebayo turns into like Super Saiyan 4 or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Beyond what we've ever seen before, um, that's the only way. They're going to have to have a big man do something. Could, could Jason Tatum go to that next level and put himself on that bra- uh, on that category of your KDs, your Currys, your LeBrons. Um, LeBron's another step. Oh, but well, I know LeBron, yeah, but I'm talking. I'm talking about. No, no, I know that, but I'm talking about of like current times. Uh, of like, does he does he put himself if they win the chip and he continues that form? Can he be put in the Giannis? Uh, yes. In the yeah. into that into he's that block, he's got the talent to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate him. <laughs> I know, I know, some people are a big fan of him. But oh, I, I rate him. I, I like him. Oh, yeah, I I'm like growing him. to like him. I like, I've, I've always liked him, but I reckon if he can carry him to a chip, like yeah. he'll cement himself from being like, oh, you know, he's has the potential to be a star, superstar, and it'll just take him to all right. He's he's, a he's, one, he's one of the big boys now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, he dropped, what, in game 51. seven, fifty-one in game seven. Naughty, and he did um, it in about three quarters. Yeah, I, I think that I think that the I hate Boston, so that's why I hate Tatum. I yeah. hate Boston. Yeah, so um, but I, I just think that they struggle at the, at the four and the five sort of thing. Like Jason Tatum, you say he plays four, but he, he's playing he's playing a, a point forward sort of thing. You just get yeah, him the yeah. ball and let him run down the court. He's yeah. not really playing position. But he's he's really two to four. Yeah, that's right. Anywhere so, in between. Like, Al Horford's not going to get it done. <laughs> Robin Williams, Time Lord, isn't going to get it done. So I think both the teams from the West will actually match up very well against the Celtics. And I'm hoping for heartbreak for the Celtics again. <laughs> Lakers-Celtics final would be enormous. Huge. Yeah. Be huge. huge. But, all right, we'll quickly talk about the NBA draft lottery. Um, yep, oh, Spurs yes. got number one pick. Anyway, moving on <laughs> very quickly. You I the fifth pick? Who cares? <laughs> Mate, my phone was blowing up. And as if people were going like, oh, like, did you know that this happened? It's like, <laughs> no, yeah, I mate. Yeah, mate. I only, sent, I only sent through to everyone that the draft lottery is on today about six months ago when I realised that Kate Cunningham went down injured as my first player. And I go, you know what? Detroit Pistons had the worst record in the league by five wins. They had 17 fucking wins for the year. I don't like to swear on this podcast very often. But they deserve the number one pick more than anyone, right? We have been shit for years, and I tune into it, and they go, "You know what? The best thing about them is they can own the worst pick they can get is picks number five. So we're definitely in the top five. So we get through 14, 13, 12. I'm like, move on from these losers, so we can get down to the final four. Everyone knows the final four is where it's at. Anyway, it gets to pick five, and I look up and I see this tile raised, and it's got a piston on it, and they go, "Pick five, the Detroit Pistons." And before I could turn my phone off, it was just going, all the boys going, suck shit, bad luck, ha, 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 you're an idiot, piss and suck, they should fold. It was ridiculous scenes, and I'll tell you right now, the draft lottery is fucking rigged. I've had enough of me and Cody. You know what it sounds like? This sounds like you right now. I don't know if you're going to get this through the speaker, but this bloke. That is a goaded video. Yeah, it is. That's all I can just think of it right now. Oh, it's wrong. Mate. It's wrong. I vomited all over myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's 
I'm about, I'm about to put my jersey in the microwave like that Richmond supporter. All year I've gone, that's all right, boys. We're just tanking for Victor or, you know, we'll get a top three pick. It's going to be either Brandon Miller who's a star or Scoot Henderson. Star. Yeah. It's like, boys. <laughs> oh, I'm like, boys, we're home. Like, we're going to have a set call. It's going to be unbelievable. And now we're probably going to get some transvestite from fucking Kentucky who I have no idea is going to be any good. It's an ab- it's an ab- it's an absolute farce, and I'm sick of it. You're probably thinking before you're like, oh, we may not get number one, but yeah. if we can go top four, there's four genuine stars in this. In yeah, this but you've got big five. <laughs> it is a joke. I've had enough of it. And what if I come to Monday night basketball and pick out someone from? E-grade, we it? might get we might just redraft Killian Hayes again. That's the way we're, we're going at the moment. But um, right, in all, all, how do we see it though? How do we? Uh, yeah, uh, like uh, walks straight into San Antonio and says, "Give me the ball." Uh, yes, because they've got rid of everyone, and it's completely. I think it's. I think it's absolute. I think that they because they used to use the lottery balls. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, we do it behind scenes, and then it comes into it. There has to be some sure, sort of. Yeah. Because look at it. Who's Spurs fan franchise player? It's not that Jeremy Sochan with the 17 different hair colours. Who is it? No one. Calvin Johnson? Calvin Johnson and Devin. Yeah, and Calvin Johnson puts up 30 shots a game and you just go, you don't know when you're going to get me. Last night in that chat, I think it was last night or this morning, I said Spurs will get number one pick. Yeah, I said Spurs or Hornets will get it. 100% guaranteed. Then what happens? It goes Spurs, Hornets. Trailblazers, yeah, rockets. rockets, and yeah. Anyway, and then the rest. yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> just, the yeah, just rattle it off at the end. But um, yeah, obviously the big big three players will go from there. I think this is big male, and, and this is a little bit off the dome. I reckon Damian Lillard leaves the Trailblazers, and I don't think it's by choice. He gets traded, and he has that bit of a oh, you should have kept him and all that. And he could, I reckon, he could end up at the Knicks. I'm not even making that up. I reckon Lillard's. I reckon Lillard's out of the Trailblazers. Big early call, big prediction, but they're going to be rebuilding. What's the point of having that list around? Yeah, sorry, they got pick three. You got pick three, mm. and then what? Jeremy Grant's your second best player. Yeah. Well, Anthony Simons, Anthony. who his mum had a list when he came out of the hospital bed. <laughs> uh, what do you want to name? Like, yeah, Anthony. It's a joke, mate. I've yeah. had enough of the NBA. Can we You're move hurt. on from it, You're hurt. I mate? Can, I can just see the yeah. hurtness in your eyes. Well <laughs> up a little bit. I. I, I put myself out there and even put up a fucking story on SC last night and said, do you reckon Pistons get the number one pick? They got number five. But anyway, we'll move on from that. Is there anything else in regards to the NBA we want to talk about? Um, Obviously the head coaches. Yeah, I was going to say, a few head coaches getting the tap on the shoulder. We'll probably get the fifth pick coach as well. We'll probably get Doc Rivers. Yeah, probably. Um, Nurse is gone and JJ Reddick is... Bud from the Bucks yeah. is gone as well. I can't even say his last name. Yeah, that like... yeah he was there at the draft today. I, did, I, f- I forgot he was the Rockets coach yeah, now. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, Rockets coach. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He was there at the draft thing today as the Rockets coach. I don't reckon like, that was very public did, knowledge. Did you see that? You would have seen the, the um, Spurs like going off... When he yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, let's go! Let's go! <laughs> I turned it off at that stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um, that's skipping across the nah, world. How, I was thinking today, how weird is it that, like, in the NBA, you had, like, Milwaukee coach, they won a chip, what, two years ago? Yeah. 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 Um, who else? Nick Nurse. Sixers, they have been in playoffs, what, for the last four years? Yeah. Roughly. Yeah. Uh, Raptors won a chip four years ago. Roughly, 
Yep. Okay. Yeah. Kawhi was the coach then, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's he moved on a little and while. Then, who else was fired? You had my more, didn't you? Yeah, there was my more. So it's escaped me at the top um, of my head. But, yeah. but like, how is it that three coaches this year have been fired, but yet they made the playoffs? Mm. Yeah. Oh, like, Atlanta Hawks is the same. They like, fired that. How coach. different is it from like every other sport, probably in the world? Besides EPL. Besides EPL, but like you think of it like in NFL terms, if you make the playoffs as a, like. If you're a coach of a team that's made the playoffs, very successful. You're year. probably guaranteed your job for the next five years. Yeah, type thing. Which but, you would think. Yeah. I suppose know. in the basketball, what uh, more than half of the conference make it into the playoffs. Yeah. So you are. Right. I don't know how it works in the NFL, but NFL is very similar. It's very similar, but it's sort of, yeah, a bit similar. But, but in terms, there's a lot more movement with less players in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. So, whereas the NFL, you got such a stacked roster, it's yeah. it's you can sort of predict a little bit further. Yeah. In saying that, everyone thought the Seattle Seahawks were going to be good this year, but, but that's like, a story it's just for another The NBA, like for instance, oh, Monty Williams got sacked. Monty oh, Williams, yeah, yes. Like for instance, like Suns at the trade deadline or whatever, they give up. And that's the general manager. That's up, not the coach. No, they give up the farm for KD. And then KD comes in, they lose in the Western Cup or uh, Western Finals. Yeah, West. Yeah, West. Yeah, West. Yeah, I'm good. I'm learning. They lose in the semis, and then the coach goes, right, I'll see you later. But then there's all speculation now that it's KD and Devin Booker, you know, they weren't a fan of him anyway. So it's interesting to see how much players influence the coaching yeah. decisions, especially star players. Like, if you've got shit kicker going to a GM and saying, oh, I don't like the coach. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know who you are. Yeah. 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 But, like, it's just interesting that, like, Suns give up the farm to get KD, all of a sudden they lose in the semis, and then now he's fired. And how much was they made the finals yeah. two years ago? Do you, reckon, do you reckon there's, like... With a similar team? Do you reckon, like, KD and Booker and that would go knock on the office and say, hey, let's, let's piss this bloke off? Yeah. Do you reckon there's elements well, the of... And I'm not saying it's just them, but yeah. I'm saying in the so, league yeah. in general. And then now there's rumours about... James Harden going to Houston, going to um, Phoenix or he's Houston. Gone. If he goes like, to Phoenix, that's a. F- I'd love to see him go back to Houston. Yeah, I'd love to yeah. see him go back. That would be cool. But um, but it's just it's just weird. I don't think I don't think there's a sport in the world no. that players run the organisations more than NBA. Yeah, exactly. And right. you can imagine, like, like at the end of last year, Chris Paul and Devin Booker would have been knocking the door down in that office going. Give up everything for KD. Yeah. Just let's just get him. Yeah. Just get him. Don't worry about anything else. Yeah. And they go, Righto, you boys know best. You boys are the one out there playing. Yeah. Now they've got him. Gotten to the end of the season. They've lost. They're done. They're out. I'll get rid of the coach. Yeah. Well, no, probably didn't even have fuck all of a say yeah. in that. Yeah. CP three and eight and being out didn't help as well. No. But, but yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with what you're saying. It's hard with like. As you said, it's a GM's decision. At the end of the day, like they're the ones that make but the call. But like, the thing is, Dragon is it? Is Dragon the other pl- the, players actually like? As like, if LeBron has it. We love LeBron, but as if he didn't go, hey, let's get Westbrook yeah. in. Oh, yeah, 100%. you know. But how much did like Monty Williams, for instance, from the Suns, like they could have just said to him, like, oh, we're going to go out and get KD, and then he might have had like from a holistic point of view, looking at the roster and saying, like, look, if you give up these three players here. We've got no depth on the bench. Yeah, like you get, I mean, no, you're you, getting a star, but like if he gets injured, if he gets injured, like what happened? Yeah, yeah. I've got nothing to work with. Yeah, so they, they, they all play ISO ball, and you've got yeah. Mikel Bridges is one of the best defenders in the league. Goes across to yeah. Brooklyn, and then like he surprised me as well. He was dropping thirty on average yeah, at Brooklyn. It's yeah. like maybe you depending like, on your environment. Now you look at it, and it's like, oh, 
Money moves might have been like, yeah, that sounds great, but this is what's going to happen if you do it, rah, 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 like it might not work out the way you want yeah. it. And then it hasn't, and then all of a sudden he gets fired, and then he's probably looking back just going, I fucking told you. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden he's the one that's got the sack. Yep. So, like, I just find NBA is just such a star-driven league compared to yeah. every other league or sport in the world, just yeah. how much the players run it. Agreed. All right. I'll tell you what, we're flying through it. Let's just have to keep going. Yeah. We haven't even had a break yet. So let's get into the AFL, into the time machine, and just smash it out before we get into Liam's fam- famous quiz. Yeah. So uh, last week, we'll rattle through it. Richmond versus Geelong. Good win by Richmond. Didn't say it coming, but... No, Geelong oh, did have numbers out. To be fair, I reckon I did say to our fellow Richmond supporter, who we don't need to name, but we know who he is. He shall not be named. He shall not be named. Richo! I did say to him before, and I just said... He said, oh, a few people have been saying that Richmond might go all right tonight. And I said, well, have you looked at Geelong's midfield? Mm-hmm. And he's shot. Yeah. He's dead in the water. Yeah. So if you're going to beat a team like that, you beat them now. So yeah. anyone who's coming up against Geelong, if they haven't got any ends this week, I don't know them. Beat Geelong's Geelong. midfield, you win. you win the game. You win. If you can strangle Hawkins and Cameron, with, you know, obviously, well, yeah. you're going to win the game. Yeah. That's that's all it is. That's their their prize packet is in the forward fifty. If you can keep it away from there, you, he's he's come alive, LT, in the last ten minutes. I like uh, it. Lovely, beautiful, darling fiance who will not be listening to this, but she was fucking ropeable with me on Friday night because we do a footy tipping, and she was doing our tips, and she she's a Richmond supporter, and, she, and she's like, oh, um, I'll pick Richmond, and I just looked at her, I was like, he's going to get fucking smashed. Don't pick him. And then they won, and then I went. She was um, like, she was in our bedroom watching fucking Kardashians or something. Oh, yeah. I, 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 was, oh. I was watching the footy, and I was like, that is. I, I bet you we were all doing the same thing. I reckon my missus was watching Vampire Diaries or something. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was out in the lounge room watching the footy, and like she walked. Well, after the footy finished, I went to bed or whatever. Walked in, and she was like, "Hey, hang on, right, right." I said, "Oh." You see the score? And she's like, no, what happened? I was like, Richmond won. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> she's like down the bottom in footy tips. Yeah. So she, she, she needed that win. And yeah. like, she, obviously, thought, she obviously loved the game. I thought she would have been all right, but she was fucking filthy. Yeah, That's life. Uh, obviously, the greatest game in the world happened after that. I had to watch it to cover uh, a company that I'm working for. But Matt Real, the grass-eating king, he had one of the best games I've ever seen. And I know it was against West Coast and the conditions, but the way that he did it, one goal, 29 disposals, 17 tackles. He was just, he was elite. You can say as much as you want about the opposition in this game, but to get 17 tackles, that's yeah. a lot of chances and arms. And, and 29 t- disposals yeah, on so, top of that. Yeah, like, for, for it's a, 29 and one and three tackles. Eh, it's, it's, it's a good game, yeah. and but they're a shit opposition. But if you get that 17 tackles, it's like yeah. this bloke works hard both ways, regardless of who the opposition yeah, is. Yeah, he was awesome. Um, Liam Duggan was good for them as well. Uh, I watched a bit of it. Ben King, honestly, he should have kicked 10. Um, oh, really? he, he kicked three goals in about, I reckon, five minutes. And I was like, so I had no readiness in most touches for a multi, obviously. Gold Coast, 60 plus, and Ben King to kick five. Obviously, Anderson didn't get it, but Ben King had a Ben Ben King had a shot on this thing. I'd make it get the bonus bet back, um, and fumbled the bag. But look, to be honest with you, West Coast, what is going on there? They've got twenty seven on the injury list at the moment. Well, that's what's going on right there. Is they've got twenty seven on Did the injury list. We spoke about it last week. We probably don't need to get into it too. Uh, much. Ben said he was going to get the stat, so shout out to Ben. He did send me a few things today. So God, he works hard. Uh, he does. Yeah. Hardest work in the room. 
But games experience named on this week's AFL website injury list, West Coast have 1,982. Oh. And then next best is Geelong with 1,100. Well, the funny thing oh, is man. Hawthorne's list. And Hawthorne are did you, at the end with 109. So Hawthorne's <laughs> list of experience is way less than what the injury toll is yeah. for West Coast in general for players. So I think, yeah, I think the stat was, there was West Coast have 1,982 games missed on their injury list. Yep. And Hawthorne's list overall only have like 1,600 games played all up last. Yeah, so salvage, but it's just going to be a throwaway season. And to be honest, they're going to be down there for a while because those older blokes are going... Is Nick Natanui still in the AFL? Because I've seen him on the injury list. And I'm like, I haven't seen that bloke play in about three years. He's played like three games in three years. He has. I yeah. only seen him a year on. And he's on 900 clicks, roughly. Right, let's move on. Yeah, they're rubbish. Uh, we've got uh, what is it? Walla Walla Yup Walla Yeah, we'll go with that. that. Yeah, just yeah, seen it there. It must be for the um, Aboriginal this week. Yeah. Um, are they back? Frio, we are talking uh, about Frio versus uh, Sydney. I don't think. so. Sydney's. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't trust Sydney that much, to be fair. Yeah. Um, you know, they took it up to us the the other week, but Sarong's having a extremely good year. Yep. Um, Brayshaw had a really good game. Um, Schultz, Jackson's finally stringing it together. He was yep. blacklisted in the first month of the game. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, but he's actually starting to really string it together at centre-half forward. So. Lockie Schultz is a handy player. Very good. He's been very good for about three or four He's a local yeah. He's from my armor. Is he? Pretty sure he is, yeah. Yeah, righto. Nice mail. Um, yeah, but I think that I think if you have a look at, at Frio's forward line in that game, I think they all kicked a goal and there was a lot of multiples in there as well. Yeah. Um, the engine room was doing heaps of work. Um, I'm just having a look at Clint. Do Sydney play finals, yes or no? Uh, no. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, I know. I would probably say after the first, I would reckon after probably the first five or six weeks, I would have been like, yep. yeah, I still reckon they will. But now it's like, unless they can come out and, you know, rip apart like a Melbourne or a Collingwood or, you know, we just played them. But I'm saying like, if they can come out and string together some wins, there's yep. no reason why they can't, but I just don't see. There's no identity there. about it. They're sitting four It's hard to... Port did what they had to do um, against North in the next game, and Luke Davies Uniac goes down with a big injury for North. Mm, What do you do? Hammy, like a good one. So they are in. in Yeah, they're done. Zach Butters, I know you give me a bit of stick for this, but gee whiz, he's having a good season. He's all Australian at this stage. Disagree, but yeah. No, like, well, he's he's fourth in the coach's votes. Mate, I'm not. I'm just saying, I disagree. Don't get him wound up again. Oh. Fragile tonight. Okay, so you'd have Oliver ahead of him? Are, we, are you talking Zach Butters going into midfield or something? He'd be on the interchange. Oh, maybe on the interchange. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to be he's on the field. He's not a start. He's not a start. He's no, no, he's, he's not on the field. But he's playing predominantly as a contested midfielder now, and yeah. he's doing a serviceable job at that. Yes, 100%. He'd be in the top. Probably he'd be in the top ten. Top ten, yeah. Midfielders, agreed for sure. You you agree with that? I think yeah. there's just a little bit in the a gap in his game between yeah. sort yeah. of that. He needs to kick a couple of goals. He's very tough, and he gets a lot of the pills. Yep, can't, agreed. Can't, no, agreed, no, but he's my man. He's so, my man. moving on to uh, Nam versus uh, Hawthorne last weekend. Obviously, we're talking about Melbourne here. Um, tell you what, yeah, I thought they, they were they were down about sixty to nine at one yeah. point, and. Yeah. Um, 
Hawthorne out of that bottom three. So you got obviously Hawthorne, North Melbourne, and West Coast. They've got the brightest future at this yeah, stage. Yeah, for sure. I like. I like the way the Hawks go about it. I'll get on the West Coast actually, but I don't think West Coast future is that bright at all. I like. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I like yeah. the way. That's what I'm saying. Hawthorne's got the best out of lot. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sicily. How old is Sicily now? Well, Thirty. He's twenty-eight. He's 28. So he's still got. Are you going to miss the best of Sicily's years by rebuilding? Yes. Yes, but he's also going to be the one that's going to save you from. What's those... the point of saving you from embarrassing wins if you're going to finish on the bottom anyway? I agree, but he's also your captain, and you need to have those experienced AFL players around your sure. list. But um, yes, anyway, continue. Warple's going to be a good player. Uh, but yeah, Melbourne did what they needed to do. I honestly thought they were going to win by 100 plus there at one point, yeah. um, which didn't obviously um, happen. But I don't think really too much more needs to be. I think no. it's pretty stock standard performances by the big guys at Melbourne. Yeah. Um, do you want to take the next game? Yeah, we'll pass on to you. Joey Danaher's. Yeah, so Carlton Western Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we'll get to that game because that's probably the biggest talking point for the weekend. But uh, Brisbane Essendon, look. We're very depleted, but at, at the same time, Brisbane's flying at the moment. I thought um, maybe – no, it's not even biased because he got in the team of the week. Andy McGrath absolutely yeah, clamped yeah, yeah, Charlie Cameron. Yeah. So he he's never he was never a midfielder. No. Leave him there. Yeah. Put your players in the right positions. Well, just get your, your damaging small forward like your Charlie Cameron yeah. or um, yeah. Collingwood, even like someone like Jamie Elliott or something like that. McGrath has that good a closing speed yeah. and doesn't give him five metres off the lead either. No. Three, like, three the best thing about McGrath's game on that night was that he clamped Charlie and he also yeah, he had, that, yeah. he had 18, 18 touches, I think. And, and his, his disposal off. efficiency back yeah. there is way better than him in the middle, just bombing it and kicking it long. So um, Joe Danaher obviously kicked six, but he was playing against a bloke that played in their VFL forward line. But... Nonetheless, he's kicked six and had 16, so he was great. I actually think he just, you know, he, he, he played on that ball when he gave him a bath. It is what it is. But I actually think Joe moved well and presented well. As yeah. Well. But that probably comes with the confidence knowing that you're playing on someone average. Correct. But true. if Joe can keep – Joe is the barometer. It's pretty easy to say. He has been since he's always been in. forward yeah. is a barometer because if they kick lots of goals, you're going to win the game. But if Joe is if, – if Joe can have a good September – I don't see I, the only thing that I can't see Brisbane doing is winning it at the MCG. Yeah. So they're going to need someone like Joe to probably kick at least 20 goals in the in the postseason. Yeah, agreed. Um, see, Lockie, you had 34, and I didn't think he was that damaging, whether or not that's incorrect or not. Ashcroft has obviously been really good for them. But the next game, um, moving on to Carlton Western Bulldogs, I obviously didn't get to watch this as I was watching my beloved Don's big dog shit again. But. <laughs> Um, I watched watch the, watch, watch the last um, 15 minutes mm-hmm. and Carlton hit the front when Kurnow kicked that goal, but they've got the list. What the, What's going on? Yeah, and honestly, before that last 15 minutes that you watched, it wasn't worth watching. No, it because, because they had they only kicked they kicked no goals in the first quarter and won by a half time, I believe it was, if I'm not mistaken. But I'll tell you what the issue is, and a lot of clubs have had this issue at the – from the opposite end of the scale. So a lot of clubs are always looking for that inside mid ball, right? Well, Carlton's got four of them. You've got Chera, you've got Hewitt, you've got Cripps, and you've got Walsh when he's in there as well. And you've also got um, Kennedy as well. Yep. So there's five, really, to be and, honest. And Kernow, if he plays too. Yeah, so... running on the outside. Yeah, who's that sort of outside dashing player? You know, like, you say Doherty, but 
You, you need someone in the clearance. Yeah. You need someone in the clearance. Doherty's not playing in the clearance. Sard's um, good. Sard's good for that Sard's outside good. player. Yeah. But, but he's, again, he's playing off the back he's line. You off need someone in the midfield. Here. Oh, we Kick three. Kick three. So he was awesome. Um, Bailey Smith had a great game who I potted a couple of weeks ago, so it was good to see him get back. Bailey Dale. Um, I think you spoke about how he's having a poor season. Um, yeah. He bounced back. So, obviously, the boys listen to the podcast. Uh, my one concern, you know, Bulldogs, great win. They, they're charging now. My one concern is Norton and Ugly Hagen. Yeah. Uh, two goals, five between them. And I think that's – I don't think that's a, like an outlier either. I think Norton misses a lot of easy shots. And I think Ugal Hagen – something about Ugal Hagen, I feel like he never gets the – he never takes a mark like 30 out straight in front. No. He's always tied up in the pocket or he's outside 50. I don't know if it's Norton's taken up most of space or if Eugle Hagen's just not leading to the with, right area. With Norton's jukes, he should be so much further up the ground. 100%. He needs to play like that Jeremy Cameron type role mm-hmm. and, and take that mark 65, 70 metres out and get it in. And that is why we should be coaches. Uh, any other 100%. thoughts on that game, boys? No. Moving on to Adelaide. Crom. Back. Go Crom. Huge win, 52 points over the Saunts. Um, it was over early too. Tex Walker kicked five. Tex has saved his career. Yeah, he's a. He was done. He's racist and done. Yeah, yeah. Now he's back, <laughs> now he's back to his best. But um, he he's a bit of a Shiraz, isn't he? He's just fine bottle of wine. But Jordan Dawson, he's having an all Australian season. Yes, can be said. He'll get on the wing, I reckon. Yep. Um, and to be honest, they. They were just excellent. They did what they had to do. Saints looked a bit flat. Is this the downfall of the yeah, Saints? The Saints yeah. Wow, I love it. The game was over a quarter time and you could feel it. I, yeah. I wasn't even watching. I was listening to it on the radio because I was working. But you could feel the energy at the ground. which was yeah. zapped out of it. The game's over. Yeah. yeah. I think someone else is having an all-Australian season. I'm not sure if this might be correct or not, but I was at ranking, I reckon. We'll be in a forward pocket, not all-Australian. Yeah, I reckon he will be. Yeah, him and Toby Green at this stage probably. Yeah. Yeah. Argue that. Very okay. good. Maybe Bobby Hill. Yeah. <laughs> oh, stop it! <laughs> I'm going to put the whole class I, I love the segue. <laughs> Segways have been flying Hold tonight. To yes. What about that first goal from Bobby? And yeah. yeah. Oh, it was one of those things where it's like, that makes sense to do, but everyone's like, oh, he's going to centre it. Yeah, yeah. It was like, okay, where's he centering? It's like, oh, he's just kicked the goal. I like, as I said in that group chat, I might call a bit of slack to this, but to AFL player, that dribble goal, is not as hard as no, it's not. the no. TV viewers think. And they, they practice that probably 100 times a week. Definitely not as hard as what it was 15 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, they like, do that shit especially for a player like Bobby Hill or Jamie Elliott or, you know, Ginnivan or whatever, like, that's their role as a small forward. I thought you're going to have tough like, chances at times. You yeah, to make the most I think the best thing about Bobby Hill's goal is that on the vision, you can see him look inboard and there was nothing on. And then so he took went, it. Fuck it, I'm going for it. But yeah. Um, I thought um, I thought Jesse Hogan was serviceable for GWS. Yeah, well, yeah, he played a good game. Yeah. He was good. He worried me a lot in that game because he just he just marked everything. Everything that was coming to him, he just juked it. Ashy Ashy Airman had a huge game. He did. One goal, thirty-two touches, eighty-one percent. So he was really good as well. But um, obviously, the pies are just ticking along at this stage. And the question, which was literally the first thing we spoke about on the pod tonight, as it's getting dark outside, was. Um, Melbourne were ten and zero last year. Admittedly, they everyone even spoke about it at the time that they didn't have the same sort of opponents. Are you worried that 
you're spending your tickets too early. And it's so weird to say because it's like winning form is good form. But um, and obviously Collingwood is now the clear flag favourite. But is there sort of a little bit in the way your game plan is that you're a little bit worried or are you happy with where it's at? Um, I'm happy with where it's at. If we have a bit of a mid-season dip, like I sort of half expect us to. You'd rather the mid-season than, yeah. But like if we drop a couple, like I think we've done the work early to like we're going to finish top four, I think. If oh yeah, something unless something drastically goes wrong, but if we drop a couple, like I'm not really concerned. Yeah. Whereas if we were in this situation, you know, three or four years ago, where we were looking like maybe make an eight, and then you drop a couple, you sort of think you're like, oh, well, fuck, mm. we're done now. But if we drop a couple games now, like we got Carlton this weekend, and like I wouldn't be surprised if we lost. Danger game because, pardon me, Carlton always. I find Carlton always show against good teams, it's the average teams that they always lose against. Yeah. So, I don't know. Carlton, what's your thoughts? Carlton, Essendon and Richmond, those three teams, that, they yeah. always play good yeah. against Collingwood. And Melbourne on Queen's birthday or King's birthday now, always play well against Collingwood. So, don't even even don't even don't look at the ladder, I think, this yeah. week for Collingwood, Carlton. No, but um, I reckon this is a massive, this is a danger game for Collingwood. It I is. Think. because, And it's, it's one of those games where Mackay and Kerno have been under the microscope a little bit. This yeah. is a game they can get off the leash. Yeah. But and then and also in saying that, Darcy Moore is all Australian lock. Yeah. Hundred percent. No cap. Jack's yeah. not in the room, can say what I like. <laughs> but and Nathan Murphy's been playing I think yeah, backline is standing up just as well as anyone's backline is in, yeah. in the AFL. Um we do get a few goals kicked over the back on us, but that's just pushing up to the numbers to yeah. the contest and that's what it is. Am I worried about Collingwood? It's pretty hard to be worried about him at eight and one. Um, but the the thing that I love so much more about this year than say last year. Obviously, last year was like the fairy tale. We've come from seventeenth yeah. to finish second, but our percentage was fucking rubbish yeah. last year. At least this year, we're about one hundred and thirty percent. We're second in the AFL for percentage. So I feel like the game stacks up a little bit more now, rather than last year going like, oh, is this going to be another one of those? two-point finishes or yeah. seven-point wins sort of thing. We beat GWS on the weekend where I probably watched it up until about halfway through the third quarter and then I listened to it on the radio. Um, you know, GWS was sort of bouncing back. You yeah. know, that we would kick two, then they'd kick one. We yeah. couldn't get a roll on. But then all of a sudden, like I've probably said all year to everybody in inboxes, is you have to run with Collingwood for four quarters. Yeah. If you can't run out four quarters, bad luck. They'll yeah. steamroll you in the end. Yeah. It's just... And even Corey was talking to Ashy on the phone after the game, and even he was saying, like, it's very hard to go with them for so long. Yeah. Um, you know, and they were doing very well up until half time. Um, but that's just the thing, you know, and it's probably been the same as Melbourne and Geelong and Richmond in their good years. You know, when you've got this team on the ropes or even when you're there about, you need to capitalise. Yeah. And you can't just you can't just let, let these teams just take get on a massive roll. Which is what I think we've been able to do. The game against Port yeah. blew them out of the water. We've had a few close ones in between, um, but I think the signs are a lot better and a lot yeah. stronger. I think the, with this I'll just year. touch on one more thing. Touch on mm. the one thing that touch I've been on. real impressed or happy with Collingwood this year, as previous years that we haven't, is that our depth has been what better this year than what it was last we year. We haven't had a ruck for five. That's weeks what I mean. Like just... I find the last few years, if we had like if Jeremy Hare had got injured started last Grundy, year, yeah. or Grundy, or like a Myacek, or a yep. midfielder, or someone like that, like 
Darcy Moore or something. Like, I know they're naming big names, but I find, like, now coming in this year, like, we've got players to come in and just take their spot. Yeah. Whereas I find the last previous years of players or teams that have won the flag, sorry, their depth has been unreal. Yeah. Like, Melbourne's depth when they won the flag, good. All Richmond's depth, good. Geelong, yep. depth, good. 100%. So, like, I find our depth has been one of our main things this year because we've had a few injuries that has probably saved us a bit. We've got the cattle now to no matter who gets injured, not no matter who gets injured because obviously you have a big name go out. It's yeah, you know, hard, to hard to replace. But we've got good players to be able to come in and play their role. It doesn't matter. Like Oleg Markov, for instance, like when we signed him, I was thinking, I was like, he won't play He'll be good for our BFL team. Yeah, but yeah. he's come in and... You know, he hasn't set the world on fire. His first couple of weeks were shaking. You know, he's gotten but, better every you know, week. And same as um, Billy Frampton, for instance. Like, who would have thought that he would have come in and, you know, he's almost was one of our most important players over that, you know, oh, two, three-week period was, when yeah. Cameron has been out. So I think our depth's been really good. So it'll, come, it'll be interesting come selection time when we get a few of our players back. Like, Cameron's going to be back this week. Yep. Um, you still got Jeremy, Jeremy Howe to come back in. Um Dan McStay too. Yep. So yeah, it'll be interesting. I reckon Dan McStay will struggle. Yeah, I can see him struggle. Like you know, and like Coxie, for instance, on the weekend against JBS, probably played probably his best game in yeah. AFL bar the two thousand eight. Second best Brilliant. game ever. Brilliant. Yeah. So like, you know what I mean? So yeah. you've got players that you know are playing their role and doing a good job of it, which I think every team has a star. In the AFL, you go through every list and you'll find there's two or three guns in every team. But I'll find the ones that win the flag are the ones who's got the best role players that yeah, just you, play their role and you, do, do a job. It's very rare that your top six win you the grand finals. Yeah. Most of the time, your bottom six has to be better than their bottom six. Absolutely. Uh, now we've moved on from the side-by-side podcast. Um, just before we get into this week's games, I've, I told you I had a little secret segment for you. So, um, and I'll let you both, you can both discuss this. So basically what it is, is it's king of the hill. So I'll name two players. I'll name two players, David Hill. uh, (laughs) And then you discuss who's the better player and then obviously knock out until we get to the end. All right. So I'll start it off. Um, you got maybe your troll and Sam Wiedemann. Are we? You discuss who who goes through. Two and against, or no, against no, you use it, use against. it together. Um, maybe I'll troll and see him leading. I'll take troll, yeah. I think I would take, I think I would take troll too. Um, I think, I think Wiedemann's probably, Wiedemann's probably a bit more of a polished product, but Mario Troll X Factor, yeah, it does the hard things. I reckon. I don't think Wiedemann's as good as doing maybe like the one percenters of the team things. Very good, Mark, very good in a pack and bringing the ball to ground, but I think. Marvio's even good when it hits the ground, sort yeah. of thing as well. I'll just, I would just take Marvio or Chol in that. All right. cool. I reckon, I reckon Wiedemann would be an easier player to play on than Chol. Yeah, cool. Chol or Jack Darling? Jack Darling. Are we talking Jack Darling now, or like? Well, he's right injured now. now. No, like, oh, but yeah, but I mean, as in this season's Jack Darling. So it's it's current it's current recent player. Recent Jack Darling, um, probably Chol. Yeah, this season I'd take Chol, but previous season I'd take Darling. But if we're going this All season, right, on to the next one. Chol or Ben Brown? Chol. Well, Ben Brown's been half a year injured. Geez, Chol's done well to survive so far. Yeah, I'd probably take Chol too. Chol or Eric Hipwood? I'm not the biggest Hipwood fan. I reckon he's overrated. But I would take Hipwood because I reckon his ceiling is higher than what Chol's is. 
Um, I'll probably still take Charlton. For the sake of the game, we'll go with Hipwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, um, all right, Eric Hipwood or Harry Mackay? Harry Mackay. Harry Even after the yeah, season yeah, he's had so far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mackay or Nick Larky? Oh, um, it's hard to, it's hard to, Larky kicks goals and they yeah. get smoked as well. So it's, yeah, he's had a great year, I yeah, reckon. I think I'll probably take Larky at this point. As, Controversial as that mad sound. Not really. No, I'd probably agree with you, I reckon. Uh, I, love, I would love to see Mick Larky in a, a good side. A good side. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Larky or Jack Rewell? Larky. Um, this season, Larky. Yeah, it's this yeah, season, take, yeah. Yeah, Larky. All right. And the last one, Larky or Ben King? Oh, oh that's a good one, isn't it? Ben King is going to be a pause next year. <laughs> Yeah, Ben King, if he's listening. I think Ben King we, is we, ceiling. Ben King, yeah, huge. correct, correct. Um, so that's that's all from that, that one. Yeah. Is that all right? Larky, I don't mind that. That's good. I, I reckon if you replaced Larky and Mackay, I don't think Mackay will be able to do what Larky does for North. No way. Nah, wouldn't work hard enough. Nah, King of the Hill. Charles uh, should have been King of the Hill, but that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by Bryce Best Brumby. Tune into the Lottery Podcast. All right, let's get into this week's game. This league has actually got some friggin' hard games. Oh, Friday's a cracking Tempest start to the game. We got the Jackpots Cup to start us off. Uh, the Jimmy Tumpus Cup. The Jimmy Tumpus. <laughs> I told you, I said in our chat. Have you saved these? Off the dome. Off the dome. I remember the, I remember a few when I was looking at it. Oh, I've had there. big reviews on these so, uh, name of players. That's the only reason why I'm coming on. Still. So the Jackpots Cup for me. Um, who, who, who are you taking? Fourth versus second at Adelaide. I'm going to port. I think I'm going to go port two. Two dollars twenty-two. Um, Dixon though for twenty-two. Um, Marshall. I'm going to go Melbourne. I think oh, I, I think I think Melbourne. I think Melbourne had a poor week last week against Hawthorne, even though they won by that much. I think they'll bounce back. If Dixon or Marshall, if Dixon and Marshall are both in, I'm going to go port. But I haven't seen the teams yet, and I think I think I think, I think Dixon's injured, I but think, I reckon Marshall's back. Yeah. I could be wrong though, but I think. Dixon's injured for two or three. I think you know he's growing. Yeah. All right. On to the Saturday game. Can I use this one in John and Longmire because he's the coach uh, and he was a player? Yeah, I don't mind it. Um, who do I have? Ryan Clark. He started. Oh, yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Any names, Thorny? God, no. Yeah. All right. I'll just pick winners. Yeah. Right. What do you got? Oh, I think Sydney will win this. By? Uh, 38 points. Um, yeah, I reckon Sydney will win. I feel like North are dead in the Sydney, water. Sydney need to win. I think North are dead in the water without LDU especially. Yeah. yeah. Big time. He's, the yeah, best he's a clearance king. Yeah. And, I, yeah. I, I think Sydney win this by 45 points. Yeah. 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 I find you, like, Sydney never really smash teams, I find. No. They sort of always just, yeah, you know, through. Yeah. Five goals is a big win. Mm-hmm. Correct. All right, on to the next game. Oh. Cody. Who um, for this one? I've got no one, eh? I've got Alex Keefe. Oi! Not bad at all. Um, Give me a second. No. I've got no one. I reckon that's it. What's your tip? What do you Um, mean? Mars Stadium. Is that Ballarat? That is Ballarat. Oh, bro. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Doggies just because it's at Mars. If this was at Adelaide Oval, I'd say Adelaide. Yeah. But just because it's at Mars and it's like playing at Antarctica. So, yeah, Doggies. Who do you got? 
Crom. Yeah, I'm going to go Crom too, actually. I've we, just got a feeling. You know, they're just riding a massive momentum way over the moment. They are. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Crom by... I reckon it'll be a good game, but I reckon 20 points. Nice. This is, this is a tough one. Have you got one? Yeah, I've got one. What do you got? Jordan Clark. I was going to say. Oh, low hanging. <laughs> I should have got that. I reckon. I don't think there would be I many. A, I reckon there's another one. I was thinking Ryan Creeley. I don't know why. No, um, a... There is. There'd be definitely someone down the line. But anyway, get back to us. Frio versus Geelong. Obviously, we're talking about. Yeah. If you can think of a player that we haven't mentioned, please uh, abuse us by DMs. Over in Frio, can they oh bounce back? This is. I'm going to have a rough week tipping this week. I'm, it's a tough I'm, week. I'm tipping, for, I'm tipping Frio. Oh. What? Yeah, I'm going for it. I'm going, this is going to be the upset of the room. I'm just, I'm not quite trusting. I actually don't mind it. I don't mind it, but I think you've got to go with. I'm going to go with Geelong. Just Geelong by nine points. Frio always have the wood over Geelong too. They were the ones that beat them last year down at GMHBO Stadium. It's true. It's going to be a draw. <laughs> He's called it. It's going to be a draw. Same wow. Yep. I like it. I if like it's not it. a draw, it's going to be a draw. All right. If not, you'll get Jordan Clark tattooed. <laughs> all right. On to the uh, – don't not say it before I get to Jared Lyons Cup. Yes, correct. Um, Pierce Hanley Cup. I was going to say there's an Irish player. Jared Brennan Cup. Jared Brennan Cup. Yeah, he, I like that. Jared Brennan's a go. The one-handed pickup. Yeah, yeah, he loved it, didn't he? Both had Michael Jordan hands. Uh, Brisbane – should, should do this in about five goals, I would think. Q Clash. Um, it's going to be a good game. I want to say Suns because I'd love to see it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, what was that meant to be? You know, they kick the goal and it's got that. Yeah. Da, 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 da. It. Fuck, it sucks. I don't love it. Um, <laughs> at the Gabatoire. Yeah, at the Gabatoire. Um, I want to say Suns, but Brisbane will win. Yeah, Brisbane will get it done pretty easy. Yeah, I, I think Brisbane by two goals. I wouldn't mind Gold Coast at the line this game. Yeah, I agree. That's not a bad. That wouldn't be a bad bet for this game. Agreed. Dream time. Uh, Another tough game. Yeah, like I want to hear. What, I want to hear what you say first because I don't want my opinion on it yet. Um, this is make or break to the I'm year. Start here too from our good friend Benjamin. Yeah, we haven't won in thirteen years or something. I think Richmond win. Um, if Essendon, sorry, you can. Uh, yeah, I don't have really much more than that. I if, just if Essendon win this, they play finals. And uh, I, I, the reason I say is because we have, we have a flux of twelve players coming back in the next two to three weeks. Some aren't senior players, to be fair, but we've got West Coast and North and twice and coming West up for. And we got West Coast and then North the week after that. Yes. And then from there on out, we've literally got, like, I think we've got GWS again, West Coast, Gold North Coast. again, yeah. um, just teams like that, of that elk. So uh, we've, we've played the top six sides the last six weeks. Crummy River. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, in terms of, we've, we got told we had the most favourable draw. So I, I, I think, I don't, I don't think we deserve to play finals, but I think because of our draw, we might actually go okay. So um, you have to win this game. We have to, drop a game. and I think Essendon wins this week. Any, Huge, because I'm going. I'm not too against it. But I'm, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, right. I think Richmond win. Um, I think their midfield might bully yours a little bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to 
Um, I think Richmond will win just because they're from the win last week. They'll get a bit of confidence yeah, about it. Yeah. Um, but the stat was Essendon haven't beat Richmond since round 11, 2014. Mm-hmm. It's the current, long, current longest streak of any two teams in the AFL, joint with Port. That's just an omen to that we're going to win. Also, is it? Or is it the streaks in the deep going? So you said about winning finals, man. Yeah, it's been almost 7,000 days. <laughs> Anyway, and moving on to the marination. Any, cu- any cups? Oh, yeah, Basha Hooley. Oh, yeah, a few cups here, yeah, I would have thought. Basha Hooley. Um, I was going to say Shane Edwards, but it's not. There's another Edwards, and it wasn't Aaron Edwards. There's another Edwards again. Edwards. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but, um, yes, Basha oh, Hooley's one. one. Sam Wonigan. Yes, yeah, yes. He's just randomly come to my dome. Yes. I reckon he played one game for Richard. <laughs> Ty Zantuck. Ty Zantuck, yeah. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, all right, moving on to the marination this station is now. Genuine this, marination. Is the, this is the this is the, the Reed Cup. This is the Xavier Ellis Cup. Yeah, hey, just quickly. Is he from Tony? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, I heard him say it the other night. So yeah, yeah. Surely not. Um, yeah, could have been picked up number one this year. They reckon yeah. already. Like as in from the yeah, year like just last gone. Year. Oh my God. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So this is this is the Harley Reed Cup. I was going to question who. Needs Harley Reid more. West Coast, 100%. West Coast? West Coast has got, got no yeah. one. They've got that Ginby that's just come in and Oscar Allen. Who's your, who's your next up-and-coming players for West Coast? I agree. They both need him real bad. See, I think Hawthorne's midfield, Hawthorne don't really need another midfielder. Well, obviously you take Harley Reid if you can get him, but Hawthorne's midfield coming yeah, up yeah, yeah. is Hancock's better than very, time number very quickly to eliminate tanking just very quickly yes or no should the AFL have a very similar lottery system to the NBA but obviously skewed in different ways that works for us no mm, no 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 I don't right up. Then I think there should be something put in place like maybe like a like a fucking they have like the compensations if you're fucking shit for so long you can apply yeah. for yeah but Even mm. like like a playoff type thing between the bottom teams to make sure, like you know, yeah. If you had to win, would you win for the number one pick? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. How much don't do know. you want? Me? How much do you yeah. want to win the number one pick? He's just sitting there eating graves. <laughs> All right, who we got? Uh, Hawks in Tasmania. Yeah, I don't see West Coast travelling well there. I think West Coast bounce back. Yeah. And who cares? And who cares? Probably the game to do it when you're versus the team below you. All right. Anyway, on to the Dale Thomas and the Alex Fasolo Cup. Anything else to add to that one? I don't think there is that many, is there? I was going to say Ben Crocker, but he plays Cotton's BFL. He did play some AFL. Oh, you did too. There's there's someone else. There's going to be someone else. There'd be heaps. Back in the day, there would have been a yeah. Don't anyway, know. who we got? Carlton Collingwood. Whew. Carlton need to win this. If it was at Marvel, I'll be much more worried. But being yeah. at the MCG, I think we'll just... I think, I, I see, I disagree on that. Because they played Richmond and Drew in the round one, right? They just versed St Kilda and Western Bulldogs at Marvel and got clipped. I think they actually played the MCG pretty well. But I think we played better. Oh, of course. He's a eight and one or whatever yeah. it is. Helps when you have the best chance in the world. <laughs> Helps when you play you seven. Never walk when you play seven eight home and away games there <laughs> You know what? And fuck oh, is I'm tipping Carlton this week. Good luck to you. 
Good on you. I'm tipping Carlton by top Carlton by eleven points. Iron Pies by thirty-four. I'm going Collingwood by twenty-one. But as I said before, I wouldn't be surprised if Carlton went. But I'm tipping Collingwood. It's right. another one of those Essendon Collingwood games. Collingwood, you know, Essendon yeah, yeah. Richmond games. It doesn't matter where they're on the ladder. Yeah, they're yeah. going hard. Hundred percent. This is the one they want. Hundred percent. On to the Jack Steele Cup now. Giants versus St Kilda. Um. Josh Bruce. Josh Bruce is one of them. Um, Why? I don't know any of those. Yeah, I, I reckon there, there's a couple more, but I'm out. There'll be a few more. There'll be a few sh- shit kickers. Yeah, 100%. Anyway, uh, I think, oh, Giants are, is Kobe Green back this week? Does anyone know? Kobe that, Green. Kobe. Yeah. Kobe. Uh, I don't know. Teams aren't out yet, mate, so I don't know. Just give me a look. I'm just going through as we speak. Someone take yeah, – he's got a test, so he should be in this week. I think Giants get up. Uh, I think Giants win. I think also think Giants win. All right. We're firing. Um, there's a couple of questions on the Instagram. I'll oh, just yeah. quickly get into them because I feel bad we've avoided them. We're not going to do the votes again this week. I'll put them up later on. You didn't do that last week either. Yes, I did not. <laughs> Will Detroit finish higher than 27th next year? Sorry, mate. Ha, ha. No. Thanks for that, Alex, from the uh, Moto Mojo NBA State side. I do not want to talk about it. Uh, uh, what do you think, Cody? <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the question, sorry? Will they finish higher than 27th? 27 wins. No, 27th in the league. Oh, 27th in the league. There's 30 teams. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, sorry, I thought he meant will they finish uh, I think, 27 wins. I think we're a chance to win the chip next year. Yes. No, you won't. Yeah, back to you, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> no, you won't. You'll be in the lottery again and you still won't get big money. Yeah. You'll have a 14% chance next year as well. Right? Clip this, that you'll be in the lottery again, you won't get the number one pick and just keep replaying this voice message for the next 10 years. <laughs> I'm going to clip that. And it's going to be, <laughs> that's going to be on our new intro. This time next year, just, I won't even be a part of it. Just fucking replay it. Yeah. Right, right, done. Um, Shed put in a couple of gas comments as per usual. That's about it. We haven't heard from him for a while. Uh, Radio, let's get into the quiz now. In and out. You went wild when he said a few questions. <laughs> well, there was a few more, but they were very rude and about the Detroit Pistons as well. So, moving on. Were they questions or just statements? <laughs> no comment. All right. Righto. Points point? Point is worth a point. Uh, oh, two, you're doing it. Yeah. I'm over here. Ten, ten questions. Here. Last question is a who am I. Max points you can get is three. I don't want to do five. I feel like five is too many. I feel like we always get to the last question that's worth heaping points. Yeah, yeah. Someone always wins it off that. But, righto. Um, question one. What ad was playing when Nikola Jokic was drafted? What ad? What ad? That's a very hard question. Uh, Jack, I'll go with Mountain Dew. No. I feel like I have seen something about it. Oh, you I would have seen it heaps. I've, so I've never I've seen it. Just gone, really? I've just gone, wait, if you say it, I'll, it'll click. But I'm just going to have a stab in the dark and it'll be like, I don't know, fucking Budweiser or something like that. Taco Bell. Taco yeah, Bell. right. Taco Bell ad was playing when the, when the two-time MVP was drafted at pick 41. There you go. Question two. What is the largest margin of victory in a golf major? Cody, I'm going to say 21. Jack, I'm going to go with 18. Do we want closest to the pin or? That is golf, so. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Jack gets a point. 
Fifteen. Fifteen. Tiger Woods, wasn't it? I believe was, at British a, Open. That's an easy one. I was gonna. I wasn't gonna give an extra. Bonus it, it has I wasn't going to give a bonus. Well, if I say it's at the British Open in two thousand, is that correct? You don't know. Correct. What was it? It was in two thousand. It was the U.S. Open. And obviously, it would have had to be it's Tiger Woods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think Tiger Woods had one, two, and three largest victories. Yeah, standard. Anyway, uh, right. Question three. Jack's on one. How many test centuries did Alan Border make? Cody, I'm going to say four. Shit, I've, I had something in my head, but then I realised it was probably wrong. Um, can I like, chime in here while I'm waiting? Yeah, you can. Jack, 34. Um, I'm going to say 40 on the dot. Ooh. 27. Oh, yeah, right. I'm yeah, just right. guessing. I don't know this. No, time. that's right. I thought you, for some reason, I thought you had like 40s. No. And I thought, no, that's. Is that two zip? Yeah. Two zip? Yeah. Question four. Right out. I think I'm closest to the pin. 100%. Oh, that's all right. Oh, I don't know sorry. who's closest to the pin. Yeah, we didn't to clarify. Yeah. Yeah. But it, 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 who came second in the 2022 Brownlow medal? 2022. Last year. Jack. Marcus Bontempelli. Incorrect. I don't even remember who won last year. Paper <laughs> Creeps won. Creeps you can't won. say that. Clayton. No, incorrect. Do you want to keep going? 100% I do. Um, oh, Cody, Lockie Neal. Oh, correct. Jack, Lockie Neal. Oh, okay. <laughs> One, two. One, two. Question five. How many all NBA first teams has Kevin Durant been selected to? Do you want closest to the pin or do you want to get it? Closest to the pin. Oh, yeah, closest to the pin. Oh, I'm going to say five. Jack, I'm going to say seven. It was six. No point awarded. Oh, boy. No point awarded. Question six. Who are the two most successful NFL teams in terms of championships? Cody. New England and San Francisco. I'll give you half a point. I was obviously going to say New England, but um, the other one, Pittsburgh Steelers. Correct. Your for team, some, your team too. No, but I was, for some reason, I, I, was you just, shit that in. I was thinking like um, more modern times, but yeah, I don't no. know if Joey Montana. I just literally looked up who's won the most NFL championships. I nice. Like when I played against the Plumbers and the. And you didn't want to just do Patriots because no. it's too easy. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, so one point five versus two point five. Good, good half point. point. You got half oh. point. So yeah. nothing happens. Excuse your finger. <laughs> <laughs> On the pulse. Righto. Question seven. Mike Tyson's professional boxing record is fifty wins and six losses. That's an audio. <laughs> How call. many of those wins came by a knockout? Closest to the pin. Jack, I'm going to go with 47. I'm going to go with 44. Correct, 44. Nice. Yeah, That's a leap. Two and a half each. Question eight. How many goals did Nick Rewalt kick in his AFL career? Closest to the pin, obviously. Yeah. Jack. Seven hundred and eight. Six hundred and eighty. Seven hundred and eighteen. I was. So, I knew I was I close because I knew he Jack Revolt overtook him not that long ago. Yeah. But I wasn't sure if he was in the sixes no, or the sevens. Like him fourth, 
the two Rewalds and Hawkins all played like 330 games. Yeah, it's and like, they've all kicked like 720 goals. And yeah, Nick, right. Nick Rewalds best of the lot. Correct. Anyway. Righto. Question nine. Three and a half, two and a half. Three and a half, two and a half. Who is playing in the World Test Championship? Cody. Australia and India. Correct. Oh, that is low hanging. That was literally the one question where I was like, I've just got to throw a quick one in there. Yeah. I've just got to throw a quick to the buzzer one in yeah, there. Fair, yeah, fair. Fair enough. Three and a half each. Righto. This is a big last question. Right, so you can get three points max on this. It's going to work down the way yep. against the world points. Cool. The three points. I was an AFL footballer, born 19th of March, 1975 in Devonport. I was fourth pick in the 1992 Jack. draft as a father-son draft. Matthew Richardson. Oh, he's going dangerous. Yes! Stop oh, it! I was like, he's a Tassie bloke. As soon as he said Tassie, it was just, wasn't going to be. Oh, no. Oh, stop it! I reckon, no, speaking of Mike Tyson's record, I reckon I'm coming for that. No shit. I reckon I'm about 27 and 4. Um, don't we read out the rest of them? Well, I, don't, I don't care, to be honest. <laughs> it's, what does it matter now? I was 197 centimetres, 103 kegs of my playing days, inducted into the Fall of Fame, and the Tasmanian team of the century. Um, I was thinking. It's hard. 282 games, three times all Australians, played my whole career at Richmond, and kicked 800 goals with the most. I was like, Devonport, Devonport, where the hell is that? I'm like, Tasmania. I, was gonna, I didn't want to say Devonport. Tasmania, because eh? I was like, someone will just be like, Bang, yeah, yeah, Richardson. yeah, yeah, no, that was a good quiz. It wasn't actually, but it was I, reckon, I reckon the King of the Hill was better, but anyway, thanks for joining in, boys. As always, like, share, subscribe, kiss, hug, date, um, all of the above. So, thanks for joining me, boys, and uh, see you next week. Come and make his